Welcome to episode 48 of the Entitled Gaming Podcast. My name is Rick, and this week I'm joined by Zach. Hi. Pat. Salutations. And Chance. Howdy. So Rick's finally back from his uh, jeans returning. Did you fix your broken jeans? Honestly, like, I don't even think I can explain to you how little you know about genetics. What the fuck? (laughs) He was fixing his jeans. We were talking about pants. Oh my god. We were talking about pants, but my text message... It autocorrected jeans to jeans. You don't text me anymore, Rick. I don't know what happened. I thought we were friends. <laughs> this is your first time tuning in. Welcome. We are a weekly gaming podcast that aims to entertain as well as inform. We discuss this week's biggest gaming news, game reviews, and impressions, and talk about the gaming industry in general. Of course, we don't only discuss games. We also occasionally talk about TV, movies, our favorite... Favorite, uh, favorite ca- comedians. I'm uh, going to say Mitch Hedberg. Chamberg is great. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham's pretty good too. Dave Chappelle. Oh, did you Dave see his new Netflix special? <laughs> it is hilarious. Well, I'm just going to mention someone who hasn't been mentioned. Bill John Mulaney. Also, Bill Burr's pretty good. That's Nobody said out. Dane Cook. No one ever says Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> this week we'll be discussing the uh, Cyberpunk 2077 new gameplay trailer, as well as the Nintendo Direct, and of course, uh, Rick's special, because it's kind of a slow news week. But first, uh, what have we been playing, Zach? Uh, so I've been playing Wolfenstein One. Club. What did you call it? Uh, sh- nope, Wolfenstein. What's that? Before we corrected you, what did you call Wolfenstein. it? Wolfenstein. It's pronounced Wolfenstein. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he said it with a straight face. Everybody. <laughs> Apologies. Whatever. I was playing the first Wolfenstein. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. Like, I like continuity, so I had to play the first Wolfenstein. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, so I play, I've been playing the first Wolfenstein because I hate playing games out of order. I'm just kind of, like, anal about that. So I have to beat one before I beat two. And this is um, why he will never beat Borderlands before. Hey, hey, I have a week to do that you, still. You owe me a pizza next week. That's – I will beat both of those games. <laughs> what was the actual The bet? actual bet was that I would beat both Borderlands 1, one and 2 before, before 3 came out. But I didn't say I had to complete. I just have to beat the game. But games. what if you had physical copies that you just beat with a hammer? You'd beat the games. Oh, fiscal yeah. copies? Fiscal like, copies, yeah. Fiscal copies. Fiscal? I said fiscal. <laughs> no, he did say physical. I don't know why we're dogging uh, chat. I, I, right I just heard I just heard fiscal. And that's um, a, that's like a that's like a little uh, uh loophole, yeah, 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 pretty much. I'm not gonna count it. <laughs> you you don't get a choice. We uh, did not let's th- ask the commissioner of the bet. Alright, I will be the commissioner. I, I, yeah, you can't be the commissioner. We made the bet. Okay, so there's a conflict of interest. Let's go to the commissioner. Commissioner will allow it, so it's fine. That doesn't even make sense. How is that not a conflict of interest? What else have you been playing? Um, besides Wolfenstein. Besides Wolfenstein, yes, I've been playing um, Rocket League and Fortnite, but primarily Wolfenstein. Would be playing those games. So the games I've been playing, I've been playing Astral Chain that just came out. I'm still, I mean, I'm still in the beginning. I'm still, it's a lot more than what I thought. There's a lot, there's like detective work. Fighting's also super interesting because it's more on movement rather than just hack and slash. I, like I said, I've only played the beginning, so like I don't really want to get a, a full judgment on it yet. Other uh, game that I really played, um, I actually I thought it was a lot of fun, which um, came out in the direct that we're going to talk about later as they announced the demo for uh, Damon X Machina. Um, which is essentially, like I mentioned before, I think in an older podcast, it's very much like Armored Core where you have a mech. You do missions to earn money. You use that money to upgrade your mech piece by piece. And, um, you know, it's... I make, I was playing it. I was having a lot of fun. I might get I might get it in the future, but there's a lot of games coming out, so... So I actually beat Erica for the PS4. This was the game that was, like, stealth dropped at Gamescom. It, it was okay. You know, I got an ending out of the multiple endings, and uh, it didn't answer all the questions, so there's an, a possibility to replay it. Will I replay it? Maybe if, like... Nothing else is going on. Probably not anytime soon with all the games coming out in the fall and stuff. But is it worth 10 bucks if you're a fan of those type of games like uh, Telltale? Like if you just want a story that's like horror with like some ancient supernatural elements and stuff in it, then I'd say get it if you enjoy that. But, you know, if, you, if you're not a fan of that and you want more gameplay in your game, then obviously it's not for you. And then I wanted to play Gears. It comes out today, the day we're recording it. But the Xbox servers were down, so I was not able to play it at all. So what I did was I played Apex Legends instead, and jumping into the new season of that and stuff. Did I kind you go of to the new areas yet, or like the big Wraith portal. Yeah, I did one time, and then I immediately died. Yeah, everyone's going there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, they've changed a lot of it. 
a lot of stuff to it, and I actually forgot. So I, I normally play Wraith. The last couple games I played, other people had picked Wraith, so I had to pick someone else. And then I forgot what their supers and their abilities were. So in the middle of a gunfight, I was just dropping a health drone. <laughs> like in the middle of the fucking... So, that's funny. Yeah, but that's still fun. Rick, what about you? A lot of Lego Batman 2. Just about finished that one. Still have a couple gold bricks, but I'm pretty sure it left uh, Xbox yeah, Game Pass. today is the day it leaves, so hopefully you beat it. No, I didn't. Oh. Whatever. Ah, it's okay. It's probably $10. I've also been playing Lego Indiana Jones because I'm addicted to Xbox Live achievements. Yeah, it's on the 30th to play that. I'll get it done. (laughs) I started uh, uh, Wolfenstein, New Colossus. It's a lot of fun. I've been having a great time just mowing oh, down Have we Nazis. mentioned that's our game of the month, by the way? That is our game of the month. If I thought we mentioned our... it last week. I know, but we this did, week, in case someone's really listening. Yeah, just plug it. I also bought Control. I'm kind of dragging my feet on that a little bit because uh, I've been hearing a lot about the frame rates. Uh, hopefully they'll fix that up. I obviously played on PC, so I didn't run into that problem. What I've heard is on the PS4 Pro, I'm not sure about the regular PS4 because that doesn't obviously run it at 4K HDR, so it might actually perform better oh nice yeah just keep playing if you notice it then i would just wait for a patch but it's a fucking phenomenal game i left my other hdmi cord at my buddies so i have to like switch between the two consoles now (laughs) it's yeah i have to dedicate also i downloaded uh the snes classic uh, games on my switch so i've been playing a few of those started breath of fire as well as super mario world while i was at work earlier nice all right before we get to our topics let's get to some housekeeping pat yeah, we have some uh, video games to give away. We got uh, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 for Steam. Basically, we asked people what your favorite video game character quote is. And uh, we got some responses here. So let's see. Let's just pick a random one. A lot of people didn't give who they're quoting. They just gave the quote. <laughs> Snake! 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 <laughs> From uh, Jet Life 305 I'm pretty sure that's from a Badger video. No, that's from Metal Gear Solid when you're dying. Yeah. Uh, I didn't play Metal Gear Solid. Okay, so JetLife305 with his quote, you get copies of uh, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 for Steam. We will be contacting you at some point. So that's it, and that was the end of our giveaway because we ran out of game codes, so eventually down the line when we get some more. We'll let you know. We uh, hop on down to the game store, the mom and pop shop. Down the street. The mom and pop shop is called the game store. <laughs> yeah, they were not very creative. Jesus. It really looks like a front. It's owned by a mom and a pop, but the pop left for a pack of cigarettes and never came back, so now it's just the mom. Yeah, that pop, I've seen him at GameStop. <laughs> He's cheating on him. Or her. <laughs> With some overweight hussy named Michaela. <laughs> is that a reference to something? Or just a person you know? <laughs> Not even a person I know, just a name I know. <laughs> that would probably sleep with a married man who went out for cigarettes. Fucking Michaela. <laughs> Alright, uh, we got a new gameplay trailer from Cyberpunk 2077. It featured a new area, uh, mid-game, called Pacifica, with a couple rival gangs. I know there's the Animals and the Voodoo Boys. Yeah, so talking about Pacifica for a second here, it was they, they gave some like lore behind it. It's basically like gonna be this. It was supposed to be this huge like high luxury uh, apartments and like shopping complex, like stuff. a resort town. Yeah, and then uh, everyone ran out of funding because like the economy crashed or whatever. So they just stopped all construction and left. <laughs> so now like the uh, the lower class people moved in and stuff, and gang warfare started. So it's apparently like a really rough place to it's be, like unfinished. Yeah, so if you go there without, like, you know, weapons and stuff, you might get killed and stuff. So they're saying it's, like, not exactly a friendly place, but they do have uh, vendors who carry, like, rare stuff and, you know. Like black market stuff? Yeah, or? so it's, like, uh, like, higher armor and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it might be worth it to go there, but it's not, like, a, a walk through the park, basically. Right. It revealed a lot of RPG customization elements, as well as uh, pointing out that the uh, basic class options are more fluid than really specific. Basically spread across being stealthy or a tank. Yeah, so you're not locked to a class when you start. Uh, You can kind of choose that on the fly as you're playing through the game, which is a pretty good way to do it, I think. So So, yeah, they showed basically a, a mission in Pacifica where... Uh, you are working for the Voodoo Boys, which is like uh, the gang of like the Haitians 
who are like into like the Netrunner controlling like the internet aspect of it. And uh, this gang called the Animals have like been infiltrating and like doing something in Pacifica. Uh, and it's kind of odd for them to be there. So the Voodoo Boys hire you to find out what the animals are doing in this place. So you're kind of breaking into this like abandoned shopping complex. They they showed two different ways to play this, basically. They showed a character who's focused on like the melee guns blazing, and then they showed the net runner. So the the guns blazing melee person was like instead of hacking through the doors or like finding the code, was literally just ripping them open and stuff. And then they showed the the main boss fight, which was uh, against main was lady that that? Yeah. Sasquatch. Yeah. Sasquatch, yes, yeah. yeah. So she was like the main boss, and as you're fighting her, uh, since you are the melee focused character, you don't have like the defenses against the hacking and stuff. So halfway through the fight, she pulls out and starts hacking you, like specifically your character. Right. So your screen starts like going like fading because and they've shown us that kind of stuff before in previous gameplay. They showed yeah, they what showed the cutscene in the E3, E3 trailer, but this is like mm. actually showing right, the, the implications in the yeah. gameplay. A, a member of the Voodoo Boys is like trying to fight the hack, but there's only a certain amount of time he can stop the hack from mm-hmm. completely taking you over. So you have a time limit to beat Sasquatch. Otherwise, like, you'll lose the fight or whatever. I swear they showed us something like that, too. Like, maybe been something quick. Like, maybe, like, E3 or something where they showed, like... Because I remember the, seeing, like... cutscene. No, but I remember seeing, like, in gameplay, like, there was a timer that was like, oh, you're being hacked or something. Yeah, in the E3 so trailer, heard, okay, you that see yourself getting hacked, and then you, you overcome it, and you shoot the lady who's trying yeah, to Yeah, that's the, the cinematic. Yeah, yeah the no, cinematic. that's the cinematic. Yeah. I, like, I was talking about, like, gameplay where you actually like, see the timer or something, but maybe I'm No, just, you are uh, a liar. Imagining it. Because yeah. it sounded so familiar prior to this, obviously. But also, at the end of the Sasquatch fight, you actually see that you can spare uh, Sasquatch yeah. instead of, you know, outright killing Sasquatch, so... It does add that whole passive play mode Yeah, we're like talking about. Whatever choices you make will have like multiple consequences. So you know, maybe you know sparing her is a good thing to do now, but maybe she comes back to like completely ruin stuff end game or something. Or she or might help, help you. you out. Yeah, yeah. that's something well, could help you, but probably not gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, well it shows a lot of uh how you sabotage, like just about everything around is hackable. Uh, from advertisements to any computer or door, but you are being watched whenever you hack something, and that is by NetWatch, which they kind of leave pretty vague in the trailer. So that's that's a really fun element that I'm kind of excited about, and it seems like the Voodoo Boys are going up against NetWatch, and it seems like if either of them win, nothing good is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But you get to like decide if you want to side with one or the other or none at all. So. Yeah, and the fact that this whole giant immersive story is just from one area in the game, like mm-hmm. that, and like they just kind of picked out a part in the middle, that shows a lot of how big this is. Yeah, and Witcher Three was huge. And at the end of the demo, they kind of zoomed out and showed like the different branching paths you could have taken just in this mission, and it's like so much shit was like impacted by your choices. So it's like more so than even The Witcher, because The Witcher had major decision points, yes, but. This seems like even little things that you do and characters you might not even meet or like characters that you like spare or stuff later on will come right. back. So it it'll definitely have a lot of replayability. Of course, this isn't the only news for which or for Cyberpunk. Oh yep. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has announced that it will have a multiplayer mode. Uh this multiplayer mode, however, will not be introduced right away. They're going to release the solo play, uh, as well as a few DLC options. And free DLC. And then free DLC. Yep, free DLC. With Witcher 3. And then they're going to add Yeah, eventually they'll get multiplayer on there. After all this other stuff. But apparently that's caused some, a bit of a ruckus. Yeah, so I've seen on Reddit and like some other sites and stuff, people, uh, most of the hate kind of started when they released this demo, because... This demo, while still looking great, doesn't look as good as like the like uh, cinematics of like Keanu Reeves and stuff like that, or uh, the sixty minutes that they released last year. Uh, I think that was also right after Gamescom. Uh, so people are basically saying like, oh, they've downgraded the graphics and like you know this game is just like a big lie and stuff like that. People are just overreacting. But as we all know, this is how game development works, especially when you show a game that early. That's never the final look of the game and even all the demos have that little disclaimer right 
pre-alpha footage does not represent the final look of the game. Right. Uh, yeah, people are just saying, like, they're lying to us. All the stuff that they're showing isn't actually going to be in the game. Um, you know, this is kind of a big thing that started since, like, Ubisoft's whole thing with showing Watch Dogs way too early before the Xbox One and the PS4 were even out. People started noticing it more then. I mean, it did happen before with other games, but I think that was, like, one of the biggest things. What do you guys think? I think it is an overreaction, but... Yeah, like, I like, did not even notice that much. Of right, that. I didn't think it was, like... Yeah, I, I, I didn't have, like, the previous gameplay, how it looked, like, so, like, fit to memory that it was just, like... I was, like, oh, this looks so markedly different from previous. That and, like... like at E3 when they showed the Keanu Reeves, like, zoom in, like, yeah. wake up samurai. Right. Like, that character model did not look – or that looked so great, but the one that they showed, like, the brief glimpses in this gameplay mm-hmm. did not look that detailed. But that's because that's, like, a cinematic cutscene. Right. Like, the cinematic typically gameplay. looks better yeah. than the gameplay itself. That's just kind of how cinematics works and how cutscenes work. I mean, it is what it is. I think people are just – freaking out just to freak out especially when the game is this complex and like yeah. this densely popular like give it a chance like it's still i have high hopes that it'll still be a fantastic game wait are I you, know, claiming, so, so are you like, claiming that there are members of the gaming community who are toxic and really blow things overboard i think it's just a bunch of like pc elitists or something that just like want the game to look like insane or something but i mean I, the game looks fine like my i mean i'm concerned i'm too optimistic for this game that's you my concern, but like, like I want the game to look great, but obviously at the gameplay. Have you played Witcher? Amazing. No, you haven't. No, I haven't. Trust me, this game is going to be fucking phenomenal. I'll take your word for it. But obviously, like we don't know what the game is going to be like, but it's just no. so that kind of started the hate. But most of the hate now is coming from the announcement of multiplayer, because I, I posted this on Reddit when I saw. It. I'm like, oh yeah, they're adding multiplayer to Cyberpunk. Like thinking, oh yeah, that's sweet. I get more game with my purchase and people are like oh this is so stupid they're taking away resources from single player like we were promised a a single player story game and that's not even going to happen now and i'm like are you no one is saying that like (laughs) you're still getting this like just because it's multiplayer it doesn't mean that the single player campaign does not exist anymore and they even said they're hiring new people to work on the multiplayer and it's not even like they said that multiplayer will be a part of the single player story it could just be a whole separate mode exactly yeah not even a part they like is it like how like watchdogs or like whatever people can like, like hop into your game? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it may not even be that. I would be kind of annoyed if it was, but that's besides the point. Like we don't know what it's going to be. But even still, if it gives me the option to play the full thing, full thing in single player, then who cares? Yeah, people expect this to be team deathmatch. I don't think that's going to happen. At all. Yeah, like I really doubt that would be the multi. I don't even know how that would even work. What, what they said game, multiplayer. Like, they didn't say like. You know, like it's not even like PvP. Like yeah, they didn't say PvP, so it could just be co-op, right? Like which I think would be. I think it'd be pretty cool. That'd be awesome, actually. A co-op. Bring your character into this into your game. Do like co-op missions that are like more difficult for. It'd be cool, like if you go down like I can go around hacking and right. Like if I have like the melee specialty, you have the hacking specialty. We can do that together. Like fucking heist from GTA. So you need, like, specific characters. Right. That would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that would be so much fun. So it's just like... I mean, like, I can understand where people come from, I guess. Like, there are a couple games I feel like that have been ruined, in a sense, because they've, like, decided to go a route they usually don't go, which is, like, multiplayer. But, like, I mean... But, but, I, I feel like they'll be fine. Like, I, yeah. I, you know, if they do add a co-op, that'd be really cool. And I just hope that it doesn't affect the game. Yeah. Like, I mean, nothing the they've said has indicated it, it would. Because if they're hiring new people... They're hiring new people. That mean, and they said it's going to be so far down the line. Right. So, so you put both of those things together. That means the current resources they have are obviously going to single player. Yeah. So there's no concern about resources being, like, allocated elsewhere. Because they haven't yeah, given so us that indication. The game and they're not... Focus on multiplayer they didn't say, after. like, hey, the development team that's currently working on this game are also working on multiplayer. Then I could understand people being concerned concerned but if they're saying we're gonna hire a brand new team then it's just like yeah what's, so it's not like this deal? is black ops 4 it's not like they're like okay well let's just screw single player all multiplayer yeah. battle royale right. cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> they completely stray away from everything they talked about this is now a multiplayer seven years battle of royale. development down the drain fuck it we're going multiplayer <laughs> only like we're gonna develop a streaming play. service <laughs> with, with the battle royale free to play only loot boxes <laughs> Just this do everything is, wrong. Like, that's the reaction some people are having. Like, I don't understand that at all. It's oh, ridiculous. Uh, I personally am excited for that, especially with us, our conversation just now about having a co-op that's kind of like GTA Heist. I've now convinced myself that's what this is. So this is what I'm expecting, CD Projekt Red. 
So you have you really set yourself up Anybody for Anybody who's listening, who's joining the, the multiplayer team, like, take this advice and yeah. run with it, please. I expect payment of some sort for us talking about it. Oh, yeah. Somebody I'd rather just like, have it. Like, that'd be payment enough for me. Yeah. And I, Cyberpunk comes out April of 2020. So I don't expect this multiplayer to come out to, like, 2021 at the earliest right because there's still i mean you have dlc especially if they support the dlc like they did with witcher so they're gonna do the the free dlc which they did like 15 pieces of free dlc with witcher and i mean i mean if those are super successful they could even do more dlc than what they currently have planned clearly they know because they said they've been researching this for a while they must have found something that makes sense and that's why they're pursuing it i doubt cd project right would be just like Fuck it, this game probably won't sell well without multiplayer. No, this game's gonna sell regardless. Yeah, I mean, so this is just. Gonna I, give I, more yeah, there's no way that they are having those thoughts. The, the storyline is interesting. The premise is interesting. It's something we you have, we haven't seen before. They have so much momentum so, after doing The Witcher, like right. Obviously, and the gameplay they've shown, albeit this may have some backlash. The previous gameplay they showed got like rave reviews it was great like yeah the 60 minutes yeah the 60 minute gameplay they showed last year people were like raving about it could not stop saying great things about it listen to episode one of our podcast we talk about it we do but uh yeah so excited for cyberpunk i don't think multiplayer is a death sentence or something to be super mad about i think people are just freaking out to freak out and we talked about it if it was not the last podcast but previous ones where like people just like to dogpile because they can yeah, so. so last thing, are you guys gonna play melee focus, Netrunner, Stealth? I haven't decided yet. I take you like you like, said you can do anything in between too. I think yeah. I, I like typically like, if they give me those options to stay as balanced as I possibly can. Um maybe do less stealth because I think like, like a lot of the games I've played recently where it gives me a stealth option, like I've done that. Like Assassin's Creed, where you can do stealth, or you lightning, and like gung ho. Oh yeah, I, I lit like, my blades on fire, and I yeah. went fucking in. But, 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 like I never did that. I was stealth everything. So maybe it'd be <laughs> a different. Maybe it'd be more enjoyable to do a different change of pace from what I typically do. But I haven't decided yet. Like I think what my, like having like I could see myself with like some kind of like upgraded pistol, but like going like a little bit stealthy and like hacker, but mm-hmm. just kind of like you know not a lot of firepower, but just be more like stealthy and like hacking stuff. Do stealth and melee. And maybe like cybernetics <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Like you know, Yeah, the face- Netrunner looks pretty interesting. Yeah, yes. just be like a little bit more on the stealthier side, but still have it, like some kind of... Do you guys play. think this will be like one of those games where everybody's just going to do the cybernetics and then... No, I'm going to do what I always do and Leroy Jenkins <laughs> every time. Be Fair. it Skyrim or Fallout, I don't care. I'll give me either a hammer or a shotgun. I'm just going to run in there and just have the enemies pile around me and take them out one by one. I'm going to play this like I played Deus Ex, where I start the stealth thing, but the second I'm seen, <laughs> it is a bloodbath. <laughs> Everybody dies. Yes. Even the people who are there just as witnesses and civilians. Can't are we witnesses. We, we, we are animals. Yes. We, we, we've discussed this ad nauseum about your view on witnesses, whether they be horses or fish. Like, or chickens yeah. or children. Even witnessing me doing a good thing. I don't want that. Anyway, I'm excited because this game is going to cater to all of our play styles. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like games like that that give you that options. Tickle, tickle your fancy. <laughs> tickle your fancy. <laughs> What's the news? What's the news? Not slow news. All right, welcome to Not Slow News. This is our new segment where I ramble off news headlines super fast, and you guys have one sentence to respond. The Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show will take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith. That's perfect. I want that unexplored area to be explored. I can't wait until he runs into Mace Windu and they join together. You are so hung up on this Mace Windu. He's dead. Let it go. He's not dead. All right. Uh, Dave Bautista playable as a Gears of War 5 character. That's wonderful. He's an awesome actor. Yeah, he's been campaigning to be in the movie, but I think this is them saying, here's a consolation prize. You will never be in this movie. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't say you wanted Rocket Raccoon and Groot in, in Gears as well. There will be no Boba Fett in The Mandalorian. They're not above lying. If that's the case, I'm not watching it. I'm okay with having new characters. So right. the guy who wants Mace Windu back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand you. Well, after his near-death experience, will be a new person. You are doing everything you can to convince yeah. yourself he's living. Honestly, well, Mace Windu did teach us that Jedi cannot fly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Death Stranding will have a very easy mode for people who just like to watch movies. 
I don't give a shit about this game anymore. So the game can be one long cutscene. Great. This week, there's a new Nintendo Direct covering things from Pokemon to Overwatch to Zelda and Dragon Quest. Let's go through all of them and give our responses. All right, Overwatch coming October uh, 15th. It was leaked a week before with a case and then hours before with complete details, including a launch date. I predicted this, but I think it's too late. I also predicted uh, Cuphead. Too. Oh, yeah, you did. I mean, personally, I don't we think. Didn't everybody after they announced the well, like, No, way before that. I was like, Cuphead would have been amazing. Like, it made sense. Like, the saying it moon. would be amazing is not predicting it. I like, think it's close enough. I'll give you credit for that. No. And secondly, I don't. Th- I don't care about Overwatch coming to the Switch. It doesn't matter. I didn't really care much about Overwatch. Anybody who's currently playing Overwatch right now is not going to play it on the Switch. I mean, the graphically, like Overwatch would would you would think fit very well. But but like I said before, like games that are, are more PC and console based that are put on the Switch are dumbed down and they just don't look good. Well, yeah, they, that's the hardware restriction, but. Overwatch is a 60 FPS, FPS, 60 frames per second first person shooter. <laughs> FPS, FPS. Yeah, so. FPS times two. FPS squared. They need to dumb it down a lot for it to maintain that 60 FPS on Switch, especially in handheld mode. Yeah, it's definitely going to look. Do you look, think they'll go to 30 frames per second? Yeah, for sure. They're going to go down to 30. It's not going to look that great. Um, and I do hope they have some kind of thing in place to where like, you don't have to buy the game, but like you can link your account. They're, you know what I mean? They're not they're because I don't. Be I don't know why anyone would buy the game full price on a Switch when you people have it on will PlayStation, still buy it. Xbox, and PC. I doubt this is going to be any reduced. Like Witcher is still fifty nine ninety nine, so I assume that, this is actually coming out the same day as Witcher too, right? Uh, October fifteenth. Yeah, which is Witcher as well. So it's yeah. Overwatch. It's old news. Luigi's Mansion 3. It features a haunted hotel with different themes for different floors. Uh, also, they pointed upon a multiplayer screen park. Uh, it's out Halloween. Yeah. That, I'm glad they got it out Halloween instead yeah. of a random Tuesday in October. So. Right. Also out uh, the day of the Nintendo Direct was a free-to-start Kirby Super, Super Kirby Clash, which is an online multiplayer Kirby game. Yeah, free to start. Are you going to pay to turn it off? <laughs> you don't play any other game. No, you can, st- no, you can start up to a certain point, and then to like, continue the game, you have to pay. It's like a demo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Free to start like makes it sound smash. like pay to stop. Like, <laughs> had a lot of Smash vibes to it. That's, what I, that's classes, the game yeah. we should develop. A game where you can start it for free, but then to stop it, we're going to hold your PC or console hostage. <laughs> Couldn't you just turn it off? <laughs> Couldn't you just turn it off and hard reset? No. No. Oh, God, no. So you turn it back on. You're playing it right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's uh, Return of the Obra Den is coming to Nintendo Switch. It's a black and white style mystery investigation. You're an insurance investigator on board a ship that came back. Everybody's disappeared or dead. So you go but get, like find the dead bodies and you find stories. This has been out for a while on Mac and Steam. Yes, and then I think it has come to PS4 as well. But it, it was like really well received and it got a lot of buzz, especially around Game Awards. So it's I'm glad it's coming to Switch. More people are exposed to it. Uh, Little Town Hero uh, basically use your own ideas and fellow town folk to beat monsters. Yeah, this is the uh, developed by Game Freak, the people who do Pokemon. So this is like their first non-Pokemon thing in a while. I think it's at 2019, but I'm not 100% sure. I but, know. I mean, it's not my... It favorite. didn't really like pique my interest. Yeah. Didn't tickle your fancy? Did not tickle my fancy, My no. fancy was not tickled. Tickled it the wrong way? Mm, didn't tickle it at all. All right. <laughs> As of the Nintendo Switch, or the Nintendo uh, Direct Banjo... Uh, is out now on uh, Smash. I know you've been asking for this forever, Pat. I, I thought of you immediately. <laughs> yeah, and ever since like... they announced their uh, buddy buddiness with uh, Xbox, I, I was hoping this was coming. So uh, we did see they they gave that little trailer at uh, was that E3 yeah. when they showed the the jiggy and they did the little fake out with uh, <laughs> yeah, Duck, Duck Hunt Dog, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, they finally announced it. But now they're saying it's out now. Uh, I actually don't have the season pass. But I might buy just this character. We'll see, depending on how good the gameplay is with Banjo. They did say, "Go play 
uh, banjo on Xbox. They they basically told you to go play your Xbox on the Nintendo, Nintendo Direct. Direct. So they yeah. are best friends. Literally, they are best. Friends. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> I'm still I'm still banking on Master Chief being the next person or Arbiter. That'd be sweet. Ooh. Also, they uh from the SNK Neo Geo era. They have Terry from Fatal Fury, who looks basically like Ash meets Ken. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say about yeah. that. That's about it. <laughs> all right, this is a big one. Uh, Link's Awakening, they have announced uh, that they have a dungeon creator. Uh, but instead of being able to share online with your friends, you need an amiibo to kind of take your dungeons, to have your friends play your dungeons. It's pretty mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that that's stupid. They're just trying to yeah. push amiibo. Push amiibo. Sales. I was about to say, like... So I'd have to, yeah, no, that restriction. That's just stupid. Yeah, like because I have to go now buy an amiibo or whatever it is. Especially since they've done so well, well, not so well, but they've done much better than they've done in the past with uh, Mario Maker Two. Mm-hmm. Now you can like they they were limiting how many levels you can upload and stuff, and now mm-hmm. they've like made that better and they made it easier to find and stuff. This so. is like a very much like a two steps backward kind of yeah. moment for them. So. All right, Link's Awakening, uh, September twentieth. So, a couple Are weeks. You getting it? Uh, I'm gonna see what price it is at launch. It's sixty at launch. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, maybe I'm gonna drag my feet a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of these. Um, we'll get to, but I'm dragging my feet on. You know, it'd be really great a buy two get one free sale in September because there's a lot of games. I'm like, I kind of want that, but I don't want to pay full price for it. <laughs> uh, Nintendo, if you want to send us a review copy of Link's Awakening, that'd be great. But also excellent. make Paper Mario, because we fucking want Paper Mario. And that's how it happens organically. Nintendo, make Paper Mario. It is unbelievable. You're like a Burger King taco. You don't even know what organic is. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> but seriously, Nintendo, <laughs> make Paper Mario and send us a review copy of it. Oh, and that's our quote. <laughs> All right, Dragon Quest XI-S, coming September 27th. Um, one cool thing I noticed about this is you can change from 2D to 3D. Yeah, change mid gameplay graphics to the the new ones, and that's 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 outstanding. It's such a huge difference. Like normally, it's like, oh, here's a new coat of paint on the old graphics, Mm kind of like Master Chief Collection. Like it's the same gameplay, but it's just like a fresh coat of paint. This is literally from 2D to 3D. It's like a huge difference. (laughs) Yeah, change actually change the game. Free demo out right now. Yeah, I'm super interested, and I'm actually gonna check this out. All right, this one I'm really excited about. I'm so super surprised about this. Uh, Deadly Premonition 2. It's coming in uh, 2020, and they announced that the original Deadly Premonition came out that exact day. Um, yeah, holy crap. It sucks that it's $30. Did anybody else play this game for the Xbox? No, I don't know. It was Xbox uh, 360. It was also on PS3, I thought. Yep. But no, I, I didn't play it. I've heard about it. It's got like a kind of a cult classic. It was never a super popular game. I don't think it did too well in sales. But it's definitely like uh, the Donnie Darko of video games. Kind of like that weird, it acquired was, taste. Like if there's any video game that was basically Twin Peaks, this was it. You're a detective that goes into a small town. There's a lot of quirky characters. It's kind of a detective thing. But the craziest part about it is if you were at at night, there were these like basically shadow beasts with like big fucking teeth that would just chase you around as soon as the sun went down, which really freaked me out. I think it was one of the only (laughs) like Xbox uh, uh, 360 games that I didn't like beat all the way for the achievements. This one actually kind of freaked me out. But uh, you're trying to solve a murder. It's it's pretty good. Uh, at least from what I played of it, it did freak me out enough with the whole... Also, the driving mechanics were shit. Mm. Yep. So, right now it's $30 on the Switch. I looked that up. I'm going to wait till that's on sale. And then I'll probably get it if it goes below 20 Yeah, um, I'm super... Like, Nintendo must have, like, footed the bill for this. Because this is not something I would think there was a high demand for. Or, like, people were, like, excited to invest in. So, Nintendo's taking some risks. Risk Paper Mario. And then they spent way too much time on uh, Doom 64 release. That's no, I don't think anybody really cares about. I thought they had already announced that at the uh, when Doom 1 and 2 came. I thought that was mentioned there. Well, they acted like nobody ever thought of this before, and they're really excited about yeah. it. Also, we got some more information on Sword and Shield. 
Barely. Should take it away. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I saw this. Uh, they introduced some new Pokemon. One just looks like some kind of water bird that shoots a its special ability. It shoots a fish out of its mouth as a counterattack. Um, they have uh, I forget what its name was, um, but the other one that I thought was hilarious was Paltigeist, which is like this. It's a I'm guessing ghost. a ghost type. Of, it's a T Pokemon or whatever, and it's like the weird thing is like. If it likes its trainer enough, it will let it sip its tea, which is its body. That's, That's definitely weird. a sex thing. Yeah. Which I thought it was weird. I was like, oh, That's this is like so some weird. Death Stranding shit this right here. So <laughs> like, okay. So, no, I'm convinced that, you know, the Pokemon company is just has a dartboard of objects and, and a dartboard of Pokemon types. Yeah. <laughs> they're, just like, they're just like, bam. <laughs> they're just like, okay. They throw it at the Team same pop, time. Ghost. Left hand, right <laughs> yeah. hand. They throw them. Like. I think they just go into a Walmart and just like tossing rocks. <laughs> and whatever they break, that's a Pokemon. Like, um, I, I just wrote down Beauty and the Beast because it looks like. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks cool. Like, but, you know. Also, they mentioned uh, the Pokemon Camp, which is pretty cool. They have the wild areas, which are like the multiplayer areas that you run into other trainers. You can set camp anywhere, and you interact with your Pokemon. For people who like those, uh, what's that one dog game or whatever? Uh, Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo. That one dog <laughs> game. <laughs> that was a fucking dog. I got it. I got it. <laughs> um, like, people who like to interact with, like, animals, like, that. You have, they have that segment there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can also visit other people's camps and play with you know with their toys mm. and shit i i mean if you're into that whatever that's cool <laughs> if you're um <laughs> that, whole, that whole sequence of that whole sequence of sentences is weird you can go to their camps play with their toys if you're into that <laughs> so curry on rice so they added some kind of uh <laughs> my favorite it's like there are so many curries on rice <laughs> And some are good, some are bad. But there's like 5,000 different kinds of curry. <laughs> uh, you just cook food for your, you and your Pokemon, and depending on, I don't know if that, then they say it raises stats maybe, or like it does something. It just helps yeah, your Pokemon. So something really special will happen if you cook a good so, batch of curry. <laughs> Nintendo, I know a lot of people were saying, take the aspects of Breath of the Wild and add them to the Pokemon game. This is not what we meant. <laughs> the cooking should not have been. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, all the bad one of the worst parts about yeah. Breath of the Wild. Same with the the rain. Don't bring rain into Pokemon. <laughs> this is not what we want. All right, bring like the open world aspect, not the cooking. Um, well, the last part I would say is, in my opinion, uh, the best out of all of it. But was the customization? Like they definitely go went a lot more in depth with. Not only do you have shirts and pants, you have also outer outerwear, and, and they're really being innovative now. Well, yeah. they're not being like they're just increasing the selection. Where's what's wrong with that? So whatever. I don't really wrong with it, but so it's, it's like, just pretty cool. It's so, not like a huge like. That was the worst part about Pokemon Red is just not having fucking pants. I cannot mean, fucking I change mean, my that's, clothes. That's what I, mean, I ran around the whole damn region in the same pair of pants. <laughs> like you think I. I, I I had to do some fucking laundry. You can't do cooking in, in the same pair of pants. Went to Saffron City. I didn't get a shirt. I just got this bottle of water. You <laughs> go to the fucking mart. There's no fucking pants on sale ever. Your trees will look like they're from PS2, but your character will have pants. multiple pairs of pants. God damn it. And shirt options. <laughs> if they have time. Pants definitely. Pants maybe definitely. Shirts. They probably get a new hat maybe. Maybe a know. different backpack. You have to pay for it. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's just not free. They don't just give pants away. What do you think this is? Venezuela? I can just see the DLC being added like six months later. Oh, blue pants? <laughs> new Pokemon? No, no. Of We're course not. not. What is this, a Pokemon game? No, we got thousands of more pants on We got a now. shirt with a leaf on it. It becomes like a fucking like American Eagle catalog. There's just like pants everywhere. Like... Sorry, Chance, we just took the show. You know the look at Chance during this Chance looks so peeved with all of us. Well, I mean, you guys all have your own opinions. I'm not going to change on that. Um, it seems like we have the same opinion that you have your own The shirt itself has its own evolved forms. Like, it first, it's, it's a tank top, and then it's a short sleeve. You get a Venus it's a long sleeve. It's a, game, it's a game of service just for clothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like by year two, they've just gotten thousands of more <laughs> options. You get a Charmander tank top, and then we had to take some Pokemon out. But we we had we so, so many pants. Like, I'm sorry, Jess. <laughs> we took out Raichu. 
I'll move on. That was that was good. That was good, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, SNES. Yes, Join the was, Switch it Online. It is about fucking time. I've yes. been hoping like, for, for so the long. love of God. So <laughs> long. Oh man, I might. They should have just dropped this from the get go. <laughs> like honestly. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're waiting for, like, but the fact that they're doing it free with Nintendo Switch Online because they haven't raised the price. Or no, no, it's they still about four bucks a month. Yeah, that. same thing. And everything. do you think a uh, price increase is coming? I would say if they, they would did anger a, a lot of people. Sixty-four one. Uh, this price is increase with sixty-four. You said. Yeah, but honestly, since they have the rights to all these games, and it's really not costing them a whole hell of a lot. But they can sell them for five bucks a piece. Ten bucks. That's how much they are on the three uh, DS. Yeah, I don't understand Nintendo. Yeah, they're I, working on all those pants. Clearly. <laughs> Their, their priorities are elsewhere, clearly. Games you get for free. The pants. The pants you get for free. I have an SNES Classic, and like the entire time, I'm like this is cool and all, but I don't need this graphics on my TV. I can just easily play this handheld. Exactly. On the go. Now I can. I played some Super Mario World today at work. The first year they, they released SNES. Now they mm-hmm. released SNES. Do we think they're going to go N64 or Game Boy next? Game Boy is more likely. Yeah, and they'd have to have like Pokemon or something. Would that be Pokemon Yellow, Super Mario Land, and Uh, would that be a year from now? You think, or do you think they'll do it quicker? I'd say probably a year from now. It seems like they're dragging ass. I'd I'd be surprised if it was not longer. I'd say uh, I think if it was Game Boy, then it would definitely be within the next year. If say it was sixty four, probably the next like year and a half, two years. Am I the only one who thinks it would be sixty four over Game Boy? I'm, I think it would be I really want it to be 64, but yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be Game They'd Boy. probably raise the price if it was 64. So for the past year, they've been releasing games monthly. They did say that's not going to be the case anymore. They'll be releasing games yeah. just not at a regular cadence. Also, are they going to be doing the special edition? Because I know they did that with the uh, NES. Who knows? Yeah. Honestly, I'm just happy we got what we got. <laughs> are you going to get the controller? No. Because oh, yeah, I don't... It's like 30, 30 bucks. bucks. Also, unless... Like, if you don't have... Nintendo Switch Online, mm-hmm. then you cannot buy this controller. Yeah, so they force you to get yeah, it. It's the same as it was for the NES controller. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I really don't care. I'm. I have Joy Cons. They're mm. pretty similar, and also I'm just playing it handheld most of the time anyway. I right. think you have a couple more weeks to go to Amazon Prime and get the free year of Nintendo Switch Online. So I would do that if I, I have. It. That'd I be have totally it worth it. All right, next on the docket, Tetris 99 2.0. We now have daily missions and an expert mode if you're ranked high enough. I completely forgot this game existed until they showed it to us in this direct. Yeah, I played it for like a the couple days. It came out. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I played then, it on Pat's, uh, on Pat's Switch. There's <laughs> no way I'm getting to expert mode because <laughs> that I was saw, hard enough. I think I, I got saw. like eight I'm not good enough. I've seen people online, like, they eliminate like 20 to 30 people. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, create like nothing. So I think. It'll be interesting. I'm not even that good at like regular Tetris. Dave Max Machina. Dave Machina. I played the beta or the yeah, demo. You talk about it's it. really good. Try it out. Oh, and your progress saves. That's why I also played it. Oh, nice. Nice. So, so it was a fun game? Yeah, I really liked it. You just get a mech and you just upgrade it. Honestly, if it it's involves giant robots, I'm all about it. All right. Next up, we got Jedi Knight 2. Uh, coming to Switch September 24th. It also seems like Jedi Knight 2. out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, yes. Why not one? <laughs> it's also coming out for the PlayStation 4, I noticed as well. So, cool. Maybe just like the licensing. That's like with Jedi works. Outcast, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just a nice little like, hey, there's a new Star Wars game coming out, mm, even though yeah. it's not for this console. Like amping up the new uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Assassin's Creed Collection. Rebel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Seems like what it's... Black, Black Flag. Black Flag and Rogue. Rogue. Okay. Which... Fucking phenomenal games for on the go. Yeah, absolutely. Like on the Switch. Hopefully, it isn't too much sacrificing. Black Flag is still one of my favorite Assassin's Creed games. That was Black Flag is great. Like, and I, I never I actually never played Black Flag. So it's so totally good. Like it is easily like, like top three for me. after three. Like three dragged on quite a bit. The Black Flag is really bad. Black Flag is story-wise. way better than three. Yeah, story's great. The gameplay's great. The fucking living a pirate's life. Yeah, why not? it's so good. Like, Just going on the open seas with your crew, singing the shanties. All right. They also showed a bunch of clips of a bunch of games coming out including uh outer worlds coming to the switch i know still no release date still no release date and i know everybody's kind of talking about how the graphics don't look that great on outer outer, outer worlds so yeah screw it it worked pretty well on the switch as well as double may cry 2 which is always a fun game i remember that for the playstation 2 
Uh, then they went on to talk about uh, uh, Animal Crossing. And my note right here, I just say, fuck Tom Nook, slumlord piece of shit. Yeah, I was so confused. Like, have yeah. you ever played Animal Crossing? Like, at a friend's place, but never, like, I yeah, never owned it, never played it religiously. Animal Crossing, or... but I know he's, like, just nickel and diming and... you for every little thing. And... Yeah, the guy's a piece of shit. And then he's like, look at my island. Hey, here's a tent. It's like, no, dude, I'm on vacation. Guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> my mom, who's listening right now, will agree that Tom Nook is a raccoon motherfucker. He's just trying to make a living. Yeah, he's living living his life. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he sounds like? Or no, that's what they sound all sound like. like. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, they don't have actual voice acting. It's like you've never even know. heard of Animal Crossing. Community questions. Huh? So for those of you who do not know what Community Questions is, what we do is we will go on to social media, typically Reddit, and we will pose a question to the community and then you guys answer and we will read our best answers or our favorite answers here and then i have the panel answer it as well so this week the question we asked was what video game universe would you most like to live in okay so to elaborate more let's say you found a rift in our universe that allows you to traverse through to all other universes including those we've only dreamed could exist in video games or movies. So which video game universe would you like to live out the rest of your life? Um, be aware, this comes with all of the dangers of that universe. So take everything into account. Take it holistically. You also are not becoming the protagonist of whatever video game you're thinking of. Like you are not becoming Master Chief if you want to live in the Halo universe. You are just living as yourself in this universe. Okay. So, um, for me, the one I picked, and I'll answer so you guys have time to think, I said I would travel to Middle Earth, either Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War, it's the same universe either way. It would be dangerous, obviously, because I'm going to, like, you would start that journey in Mordor, but, like, you'd actually be able to get to go to, like, or I would get to go to, like, the Shire, Rivendell, see the Halls of Moria, all that stuff, and I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, so it would be really cool to, like, get to see all those places and meet, like, the elves and all that stuff, so I would really enjoy, like, being in that universe. So yeah, that's the one I picked. What about you guys? Who wants to go first? So, I don't want to die, and I don't want to <laughs> leave the modern technology behind. Like, obviously, if I go live out the rest of my days in, you know... Lord of the Rings, like, you wouldn't have video games anymore. Exactly, like. and that's not something I want. So, I'd probably pick something that's, like, either now or, like, near future, or, like, maybe future, where there's even mm -hmm. more like advanced technology. Uh, that's not out yet, so I don't know. Maybe I mean, that's, that's still a fucking cool game to be like. Uh, you live in the slums of. Or not. Night City. Watch as Cyberpunk comes out and they're like, we rounded up everybody from Ohio and killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I might go like Detroit Become Human. You know, it's like near future. Uh, you have more advanced technology. You got a robot butler if you want. And then you're not in constant danger. So, unless you're a robot. <laughs> right, maybe you're like, in constant danger. But you were yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, so you're fine. That's probably what I pick. Right. Uh, probably pick uh, GTA Five because it'll be almost so the current. same. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so there you go. So you would live in current day. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I would say let's go just because we were just talking about it, Animal Crossing. Mainly because you, you want to go kill that guy. Well, that <laughs> and also you can buy a house within like just playing the game for like a month. You pay off your house. Just some bells. Yeah, there's no student loans. You just fish all day and shake trees, <laughs> and that's how you make your money. And it's not bad. You get to decorate your house. Hell yeah. All about it. That's probably the only reality where I could own a house. All right, cool. Awesome. So I will go ahead and read some of our favorite ones. It's a Machu Man, said Star Wars, specifically Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, Cruzy underscore EU said, I choose Halo, basically our world in 500 years living in an advanced city with space travel. Um, Ooh, Mass Effect. Someone well, did Mass say Mass Effect. Effect. Really Tila, but, I see, I didn't pick Mass Effect because you got the danger of being wiped out by the Reapers. <laughs> yeah. Tila97 said, I think the Mass Effect universe would be my choice. Corolla and Style said, Seven days to die. I'm a glutton for punishment. Plus, I would enjoy beating shit to pieces with a stone axe. Chance, someone else here did say GTA, but they said Vice City. As long as the God Code applies. Oh, no. It does not. 
I'm sorry. Darth Ewok42 said, all my favorite games would literally be the worst places to live. <laughs> StarCraft might be the worst one I can think of. What game world isn't in a state of constant war and crisis? I'd say, yeah, if you were, like, say, Skyrim. Right. It's like, I'm not the Dragonborn. So then after... <laughs> And then after he asked that, he's like, Animal Crossing? Never played any of those, but they look like pleasant settings. <laughs> Nailed it. So, yeah, that is our um, community questions for the week. Our third and final topic is what we all like to call a Rick special, where we really don't have a third topic, so Rick just kind of pulls something out of his ass. <laughs> so this week, we are going to be talking about audio and video games. Albeit, you know, iconic soundtracks, <laughs> chances nodding at me very enthusiastically, uh, voice acting, ambient sounds, effects, as well as, you know, really, really bad audio that has ruined games for you. So, first off, let's talk about our favorite soundtracks of games. The answer is Halo. Okay, Halo. <laughs> that says Halo. You have yeah. like what, like a bunch of people in a bathroom singing Halo or whatever. Like, okay, there are clips of people on YouTube where it's just yeah, like because it's such it's like iconic it's like music. The second like they that, did it for like band, like marching like, yeah. and, and games. And yeah. Well, there, there's videos of like football players like before their games, they're all like singing the Halo theme because it's so fucking iconic. So. And the second you hear that first like solo. Choir voice, yeah, you know exactly what it is. Even the the music with just the piano when you're in matchmaking mm -hmm. is just like so great. Like, so yeah, even like the Halo Two soundtrack with uh, Breaking Benjamin would blow me away. Like that's so iconic. Like they just have some great fucking music in Halo, and that just like elevates the gameplay because you're getting into like it's a great shit. Up. Yeah, going around mm -hmm. so. Zach? Yeah, so I completely misinterpreted and didn't realize like that counted as a soundtrack. So I was thinking of games that like had legit soundtracks that you could like skip through and stuff like that. Like like racing games have soundtracks or something All right, like that. That's fine. That works so, too. Like Forza? Yeah, like Forza or like something like that. GTA. So, so what yeah. did you choose? Uh FIFA thirteen has like my favorite soundtrack ever. So that was when like Imagine Dragons like first came out with um on top of the world and that kind of stuff. So like a lot of bands that I listen to now, like I got from like that game. So uh, me, I also went with an actual soundtrack and it's going to have to be Tony Hawk's pro skater Two. Also a great soundtrack. Uh, between that and the first one, I know they share some songs. Oh my gosh. It's like, just brings back so many memories. I know they're making a documentary about uh, Tony Hawk's pro skater. I watched a trailer for it and it's called pretending I'm a Superman. And just like hearing that that lyric itself just like puts me back to just listening, to, yeah, ska and all these great bands and hip hop bands, downhill and, jam, mm -hmm. <laughs> and just like falling and doing really stupid skateboard tricks. And I remember that was just it's a really fun time. All right, chance. Uh, mine was uh, well, like music by uh, Powell Blash. Blatschak? I don't know how to say that. That sounds like Russian. But he made the sound. He made sounds like a Russian. He made the music for Dying Light, and I just love the music. It's like a zombie horror survival game, but it's like 80s synth music. It's very uh, ambient. It's similar to Stranger Things. That's why I really like it. And I just, you know, when you're playing the game, when you run into situations, music changes as you play. Uh, next one, let's go voice acting. Who is your favorite? Like, just, like, either a character itself, just iconic voice acting. Uh, I'll, I can start. Uh, one of my favorites, and has always been, uh, David Hayter, uh, with Solid Snake, Metal Gear Solid. Um, a lot of it is kind of over the top and ridiculous, but it's always been really great. He's always had this raspy voice. Metal Gear. Uh, I, I've always really enjoyed that. My favorite, it wouldn't necessarily, it's not one voice actor, it's a set of voice actors. My favorite voice acting, uh, I guess thing would be from Hellblade, um, all like the like schizophrenic voices that the you hear in the back, the three D sound and everything was just more sound design than yeah, and it, and it was just so like unique. I've never played a game like that before. It, it really like tripped me out. It was yeah, it, so creepy, but it was like increases the atmosphere. Yeah, and like the immersion and like it, it feels like and and obviously this is the intent. The voices are like right on you, and it feels like you're like in the game because you're getting that kind of 
ambience or something that is just really that was my favorite the way they use the the actual sound design in the gameplay mm-hmm. too like if someone's behind you the voices will tell you yeah or they'll just like fuck with or, you yeah, like, and, it's just, fuck with you. and it's just so ridiculous i never experienced anything like that before playing a video game so it was just i, I loved it yeah that can really elevate the gameplay so i'd have to go with uh if we're going one specific voice actor uh troy baker's great like in pretty much everything he's done he's done uh joel from last of us he's been in uh the Uncharted's as the older Nathan Drake's brother, basically. Ooh, Naughty Dog. Yeah, uh, he's also done Booker DeWitt in Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite. And if we're just talking about voice acting in a game, I'd have to go with Bioshock Infinite because most of that game is based on the performances of Booker DeWitt and uh, Elizabeth, played by Courtney Draper. And they do just a great job of like voice acting. Um, there's a moment that is like a easter egg where you can find a guitar and then they just start singing like an old folk song and that's done so well and that's like the actors just picking up a guitar and and doing it so they play off each other well and i think that without that dynamic the game would have like fallen apart so shout out to bioshock infinite make another bioshock whoever owns the rights to that one of voice actor i really liked was roger craig smith he's also the main character of dying light going back to he played crane and uh, what have you been playing this week (laughs) what (laughs) well he's been in a bunch of other stuff like i didn't realize he was also mirage and apex legends oh wow he was a um some guy named Chris Redfield. I don't know where that came from. That's Are you yeah, that's fucking weird. kidding me? <laughs> but, <laughs> he's just joking, obviously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's been in a lot of... Uh, he's also... Uh, I know I'm going to butcher this, but Ezio? Ezio. Ezio. Yeah, I knew it was Ezio, but oh it was my like... Fucking God. Uh, yeah, he was also... You're a gaming podcast. Well, no, I mean, I knew how to say his name, but just the way it's spelled just threw me off. It's obviously, he's a super popular it's, voice actor. has been in a bunch of different things. I don't even remember your like character in Dying Light talking... <laughs> Yeah, he talks like all the fucking time. He wasn't like a silent act or silent character. Mm-hmm. I just didn't pay attention, I guess. You didn't play the game. That's why I, I played the game. And you call yourself a gamer. <laughs> Dying light is not the measure of that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know amazing. you love the game, but it's an okay game at most. No, it's an amazing game. Underrated. All right, now let's go. Just go ambient sounds when you're just walking around. Any uh, iconic ambient sounds? I know for me, probably Silent Hill Two. It was, everything was just kind of creepy. Uh, the almost the absence of noise makes it even scarier. Zach already touched on it with obviously the Hellblade, Hellblade mm-hmm. sound design. Yeah, but if anything, like if any ambient sounds like kind of take me back nostalgia wise, I'll have to say Star Wars Battlefront, uh, especially like the new ones because they like they use clips from the original trilogy and stuff and like the laser sounds and you know thermal detonators and everything going off and like just. Even like the, the music and the Roger Roger and stuff like all that just takes you back to that like when you were a kid watching Star Wars. So uh, I think that's that's a great just to get you like whenever I'm fucking like you know I'm just gonna fuck around in Star Wars Battlefront like that's always the first thing I think of. So I have to go with like games kind of like Outcast or Alien Isolation where you're playing and it's like silent. You hear shit banging in the background, stuff happening, just really freaks you out. And I just really like that about that game. You know. It just puts you on edge at all times. I don't know. If we're, are we talking like specifically like iconic sounds or whatever? Or? No, just like like the background noise. Uh, it really isn't like a really soundtrack like, or uh, any certain effects. Because like, so Control just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do this thing. Obviously, the uh, the evil force is called the hiss because it's got this like constant hiss, and you can mm-hmm. kind of hear like they they recorded dialogue of people just talking like saying random stuff that's played like at a low volume and if you like pay attention you can like make out what they're saying but it's always in the background especially when you're like just close to like people uh like fighting people or like just about to go into a boss fight or something so that's always like super creepy when they it's like you can kind of understand what they're saying but not really and it just like Uh puts you in that like spooky mood i mean because you talked about the um like how Star Wars has like those iconic, like the laser sound or like the Roger Roger or whatever. Like I think of always like Pac-Man, like when you get like the big pellet and it goes like the sound when you're chasing the ghost. Like I always think of that as far as like iconic sounds that like come to me first. So. All right. Now we're going to tackle more sound effects, uh, plops, splats, bangs, whatever. Um, one of my favorites 
Uh, I'd have to go Oddworld, uh, Abe's Odyssey. It's one of the first games I got for the PlayStation 1, uh, where you can flatulate on command. I know many other games have uh, taken that. South Park. Yeah. Uh-huh. South Park, uh, Fable 2, Fable 3, Fable 1 probably. Yeah, I just always thought that was just hilarious. Another iconic sound effect would be the Sonic Ring. That's always great. As well as the uh, Metal Gear getting a call sound effect. That that was my ringtone forever. <laughs> I like the um from Crash Bandicoot whenever you got like the Wampa Fruits. In any of the games, it just sounded like you were like eating a Wampa Fruit. Yeah. And it, it was just like a like a kind of sound or whatever, yeah. and like it would just be like repeating as you got like ten or fifteen wampa fruit at a time. So I always think about that. The sound of like your shields recharging in Halo, or like the grenades going off, like the plasma grenades or whatever. Yeah, it, it's such a great audio cube because like you're in a fight like, constantly in Halo, and you're in like playing a campaign or multiplayer, and you're in a fight, and you're like, fuck, I need to like hide and like regroup, and then you hear that, you're like, fuck, I'm good, let's go, let's <laughs> get back into it, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have to say, uh, go back to another game that I always talk about all the time is Pokemon. All those jingles, those classic jingles of mm-hmm. capturing a Pokemon or entering a route or going into the Poke Center. Like, or the ball mm-hmm. just kind of jiggling back and forth before mm-hmm. you know if you caught it or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it make a sound effect when Ding. you're on your bike? Yeah. yeah like, It'd be like faster paced or yeah. something. Like. All right. Now um, let's go to the darker side. What are some game sound effects or voice acting or soundtracks that really just killed the game for you? Uh, so I hated the voice acting in Watch Dogs 2. The cinematic um, like dialogue and everything was you just... You hated the dialogue, not the voice acting. A little bit of both, because I don't think they delivered it necessarily well every time. But like even the dial, like even like what they were saying was super cheesy, and I because they're supposed to be like hipsters from San Francisco. <laughs> I know, but like they didn't deliver it well. It was like and uh, and always whenever um retro is like talking to like the group or whatever when he's talking to Deadsec, it's always like has to be like this like semi motivation like like guys come on we can do this we're fighting the man and I'm just like. I fucking get it. Like you are like doing something that you think is really important that nobody else thinks it is. You don't need to motivate your team every time you talk to them. And that like, like for me, it was like, I just couldn't get, I couldn't wait to get out of the cinematic. So just move on to playing with the game. I would have to say uh, heavy rain. Some of those actors, you can kind of tell English is not their native language, <laughs> especially when you're playing like the scene where you lose your kid and he's like, Jason, <laughs> Jason, 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 <laughs> depending on how Jason. you press the, the button, he'll say it differently. Jason. And then he loses his other kid. Yeah. He's like, you know, I forget the other kid's name is. It's like, Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like. It kind of pulls you out of like it. Like obviously the story is good and all that stuff, but some some of the like the actual dialogue is weird too. Uh, obviously, uh, Quantic Dream is a, a French studio, so obviously English isn't their first language. So they're not even writing this dialogue in like their native language. But it is. It's it just sounds off. You know what I mean? Like it's it's weird. This game is notorious for being bad. Fifty Cent Bulletproof. Having him voice act, it was so bad. Like his, like emo- you didn't have any mo- any, uh, any emotion at all. Like he mm-hmm. sounded bored and stuff. Like when you're killing people and you just spew out these one-liners or whatever. I don't know. When I played that game a long time ago, it just felt like I can't believe this is a game. Like this is just shit. Like this is kind of the game actually I expected from like a rapper like this. Like right. it was just garbage. Yeah, mine is kind of a so bad that it's good, and that's the original Resident Evil. I remember back when I was a kid, back when, like, Napster was a thing, I found, like, a supercut where they edited out, like, a lot of the, you know, voices in Resident Evil, like, original Resident Evil, to make almost, like, a short porno clip. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, because, like, whenever they get attacked by zombies, it's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and at one point, like, Jill's about to get smashed, and, like, Barry's like, oh, that was almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> 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 and then, like... This is so bad. <laughs> it's better if we work together. <laughs> it's just, it was terrible, but it was also pretty amazing. I have to find that audio file now because I have to share that with everyone. All right. Yeah. So thanks for joining me on this Rick special. Next one, maybe we'll talk about weapons or we'll write a thank you letter to a developer. Yeah, we'll see what happens next time they let me host. Thank you. This is Rick. <laughs> You're not done hosting. <laughs> Thank you.
Subpar subtitles. Wow! <laughs> Subpar subtitles is the thing we like to do. Basically, we take the idea that game developers like naming the game with the name of the franchise, colon, subtitle. And that's S-U-B hyphen T-I-T-L-E, like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, <laughs> so what I've done is I've taken one fake subtitle and I've had, I found four real subtitles and I will give them to our panel here and they have their job is to find the fake subtitle. Uh, we've been keeping score. So Rick, what are these scores? Uh, right now we have Zach with 13 chance and a close second with 16 and Rick narrowly ahead at 29. All right. So downpour elevation cortex strikes back nuclear dawn and from the ashes uh, i'll say those again for those of you listening downpour elevation cortex strikes back nuclear dawn and from the ashes uh zach where are you go from the ashes uh chance was the first one downpour second was elevation um rick why don't we go with you <laughs> i'm also going to go from the ashes i'm gonna go with e too e as well so everyone's going with e so now you guys have the option to either keep your answers and you'll get three points if that is correct or you can say all real or all fake and if that is indeed the case you get double the points so zach what will you do? I'm gonna say they're all real. Zach is saying all real. Chance? I guess I'll stay. Chance is staying, Rick. I fucked up. Yeah, I know at least three of the five are real. <laughs> like, I've played three of the five. <laughs> um, especially for, like, D. That was a great fucking game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Going with Zach. I'm going to go our real. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all fucking real now. Uh, all right. It's between Elevation or From the Ashes. All right. It's a Silent Hill downpour. Real game. Elevation. Not a real game. Crash Bandicoot 2. So I was right with Elevation. Cortex Strikes Back. I play you Crash Bandicoot. Right, because you didn't pick it. <laughs> no, I was thinking it, but like, I just but went, you with, can't say I was I, right. I went <laughs> with what they did because I was afraid that like, they would gain. On, well, so I knew. So I was like, I knew Downpour. Downpour. I knew Cortex Strikes Back. And I knew Nuclear Dawn. I knew Nuclear Dawn. Like Covert Ops, Nuclear Covert Dawn. Covert Ops, Nuclear Dawn. Crash yeah. Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back. It's actually the first game I bought online. Remnant. From the ashes. So I didn't know that one, but I knew the other three, and I was like, I have sixty percent of it here. So I was like, I knew it was the top two. That's why I was going back and forth between the two. Of them. I was like, you but know, then I'm you sure picked E. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to lose any ground. Oh my god! Like I wouldn't have gained anything, That's but like I wanted to stick thing with to do. Them. So he said Cortex Strikes Back, <laughs> and I was just like. Bro, <laughs> yes, putting a Crash Bandicoot game. How long game have we been here? playing this game? Oh, so long. Since now. the beginning of time. All right, thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch us every Monday on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can reach us with any questions, comments, concerns, or any uh, relationship advice for Zach at the Untitled Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us at TugPod on both Twitter and on Instagram at Tug underscore pod. We also ask that you subscribe and leave us uh, reviews if you can. Uh, Five-star reviews for us. One-star review for every other podcast. Take a look at your fans. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? That's a great way to say things. Like <laughs> People are like, what? That's interesting. I never heard that before. People are like, what? I haven't had my fancy tickled like that in a while. I'm going to subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>